What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Ozhoopers TV Fiery Fridays, the NBA in-season tournament finals. Semi-finals are on tomorrow. The Pacers and the Bucks will face off, and the Pelicans and the Lakers will face off after their quarterfinal wins over in Las Vegas. So it's going to be cool how to see how the courts are set out. Um, it's going to be cool how to see, cool to see the in-season tournament kind of play out and see if people kind of like it as it wraps up. I've only heard positive things so far. I've kind of liked it. Um, I know Bailey said he liked it on a previous episode. So uh, we'll get into that and we'll get into a few other things. Bailey, how you been? Yeah, good. Like you said, in-season tournament's going to be good. Do you know how they've worked it where like only those, ten, like how do they, how did they do the schedule? Yeah, not- I'm not sure how they did the schedule to adjust it. I yeah, think, I think they kind of did it on the on the fly, where um, it only had to change up a few matchups, however many games it was. The last, the last four, these two, and then one more. Um, but they did have to adjust schedules. Um, I, I saw them release the updated schedule, so I mean, it would be hard, pretty hard to to um, to adjust it, I guess. But yeah. I wonder if other teams come out worse, like, you know, an extra team has to versus Celtics an extra time or something like that. Like, or if it's just pretty simple, they were going to match up down in the future. Now yeah, we pull that that's game what they forward. do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you can only verse, I think Eastern teams can only verse Eastern teams four times and you verse Western teams twice if you're in the East. No more than that, no less. Yeah. So I, I think, think if you're in your, in your districts, you play them an extra time yeah, or something. Maybe three. Yeah. You might be right. Um, in question one, we'll get into the first matchup. We'll start in the East because the West won it last year with the Denver Nuggets, um, the championship that is. But we'll start in the East. Uh, the Indiana Pacers face off against the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks uh, just defeated the New York Knicks by a solid 20 points-ish. And the Pacers took down the heavy favorite Boston Celtics by about 10 who have you got in this matchup? Who's going to play well? And what's the winning margin looking like? Well, I remember one of your questions was, you know, who are you most keen to make it? And Pacers were up there for me, but by no means that I think they'd win that game. I think we both had Celtics getting the job done there and probably going into this game favourites, whether it was the Bucks or the Knicks. Um, but I mean, like like we've touched on as well, I think we underrated Pacers probably more than anyone this season. Um, and Halliburton's just gone to a new level. Now, coming into Saturday, once again, I said, you know, when the Bucks get, you know, it's, it's, what's the word, big time, you know, it's big time. They need to be able to stand up and at the end of the day, Yanis and Dame probably going to get the job done. Um, as much as I want Pacers to make it, you know, logically, you think you got to go with the Bucks. Yeah. Credit where credit's due. Halliburton's playing great. I thought Miles Turner played really well in that game. Uh, Buddy Hill played really well. Uh, so the paces look good. Bruce Brown turned up for them. I think he had about 20 points or 24 points. Um, is that right? Maybe. I I'll, didn't check I'll go have a look in a second. But the paces last time they played, um, they beat the Bucks by two in their first game of the series. But I think Damian Lillard was out. Um, so it should be a close game. I think either the Bucks will win by about 25 or the paces will get really close and lose to a controversial call or a layup by Damian Lillard. So I think I'll take the Bucks. Just an FYI, I think I went 0-4 in the quarterfinal games. <laughs> really? No, you went Pelicans. No, no, I changed it. On the weekly on the weekly drop, I changed it to the Kings. Oh, really? Yeah. I did. I did Pelicans. Sorry, I did Kings. I changed my tip to the Kings. I did Celtics to beat Pacers. They lost. Um, I did 
the Suns to beat the Lakers, but I said the Lakers could win and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, and then I did the Knicks to upset the Bucks. They lost as well. So I think I did go on four. I only went one so, from four then. Yeah. You t- yeah. 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 Kings. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so take out take our um, predictions with a grain of salt. Yeah. Uh, sure. Question number two, the Lakers and the Pelicans. Uh, they haven't played this year. Uh, the matchup yeah. predictor on ESPN has a 68% win percentage for the Pelicans, which is interesting. Um, the Lakers currently hold a better record. The Lakers just beat the Phoenix Suns in a great game by LeBron, and the Pelicans just took down the Kings quite comfortably, um, which a lot of people pick Kings. So who have you got in this one? Who plays well? And what is the winning margin? Yeah, this is probably a bit... Oh, maybe it's not tougher. At the end of the day, you know, you beat the Celtics, you might be able to beat the Bucks easily, but... Coming into this one, look, I'm just not a big fan of the Lakers this season, so I'm just going to base it off that. I think Pelicans might be able to take that next step this season. They seem to be trending in the right direction. Um, Whether Ingram and Zion can take down LeBron and Davis, I think, you know, overall the Pelicans are very, very deep roster-wise compared to the Lakers. I know they just got Vanderbilt back, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm going with the the uprising team. Yeah, I agree. I think I'm going to go Pelicans. Um, I think the defense and length is going to be too much for the Lakers. Even though I think LeBron's going to play pretty well, Davis revenge game against his old team. Um, and I do think the NBA wants a Bucks Lakers final. Um, I think the Pelicans are going to be too much for them. Zion's going to play really well. I think um, CJ McCollum will play pretty well, but the uh, the defense of Herb Alvarado, Dyson, Trey Murphy's back playing really good basketball. Um, Ingram, Zion, and Valanciunas is, is is a really good combo on defense. And I think the Lakers can definitely be very inconsistent. I see Reeves sometimes dropping six points. I see D'Angelo Russell sometimes dropping eight eight to 12 points. We sometimes see Davis not show up. Um, so I'm going to take the Pelicans, but yet again, wouldn't be surprised if it's a Lakers-Bucks setup final. I can't see the Pacers play the Pelicans in the final. Hmm. I can't see the Pacers playing the Lakers. So I, I'd say Bucks is a pretty, pretty good bet to, to me. Yeah. Um, but I can definitely, I can still see a Bucks Pellies. I can see a Bucks Pellies and I can see a Bucks Lakers. Yeah. So, so I'll pick Lakers in that one. Uh, sorry, I'll pick Pellies and uh, well, I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers win. Okay. Question number three. Now the Celtics lost to the Pacers. They didn't have Porzingis. Um, but does that loss concern you at all for the Celtics season? Well, we've seen it in the past with the Celtics. They seem to just go a bit missing when it's, you know, crunch time. Um, as good as they are, regular season team, they've obviously had their their fair share in the final finals basketball in general. Um, and sometimes they get it done. And when it matters most, they seem, you know, we've got the Heat and then Golden State the year before. Um, so yeah, I'm a bit worried about them. Maybe when the going gets tough, I'm not, they're, they're the kind of team when they're up 20 or up 15, like they look a lot better than when they're up two or three. Like they seem to make a lot more mistakes when the pressure's on. That's the way I see it. I'm a little bit worried about them. You can't count them out probably off that. They didn't have Chris Stapps. Maybe he's the, the game changer there, but yeah, I, I am a bit worried about them. You know, say if they were to go against a tough team, like, uh, or who's at the top now? In, in the West. No, if you have to go against the Suns, 
Who? Oh, yeah, well, who's even in the top in the, the East Celtics? It's like Celtics, Philly, Bucks, Orlando, Miami. Yeah, I mean, we like if you've got a tough series against the Bucks, Damien and Giannis, you might be way better than during the regular season. But, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to be able to turn up. Yeah. Uh, does it concern me? A little bit. Um, I've been a big believer in the Celtics. I've picked them almost every year for the past few years to come out of the East especially last year, I thought it was their best chance. Um, I thought they had a great team last year, loved the way they played, and they just got stumped by the Miami Heat. Now, this kind of, I know it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Yes, there's money on the line. There's a regular season win on the line, but it's playoff atmosphere basketball, packed out Pacers Stadium. Um, It felt like a playoff game, and I feel like they crumbled. And... To be honest, I'm not a Celtics fan, but I know Celtics fans are kind of sick of it. Um, when the big games happen, you need to step up. Obviously, there's been big games in the playoffs that have stepped up, like game six against Miami last year. They were down, what, were they down 3-0? They won three in a row? Yeah. Yep. Um, there's big games they step up in, but when the game actually matters to put the series away, um, in the biggest moment, I just, again and again, See, see them um, crumble. Porzingis is out. I've been saying all year that he's a big part of the Celtics. I, I think he's a game changer. Um, and he takes a lot of pressure off everyone else. He can spread the floor, which I don't think Al Horford does. Al Horford can spread the floor, but I don't think he does it as well as Kristaps Porzingis. I don't think he protects the rim as good as Kristaps Porzingis either. So I think I wouldn't be concerned, but I would kind of, you know, it, it kind of has my doubts. I have my doubts. Yeah. I think Miami could go up against them pretty well. I think um, Philly could go up against them pretty well. And I think the Bucs could go up against them pretty well. Before that Pacers game, I was pretty more confident in the Celtics than what I am now. Yeah. Question number four. Jokic won back-to-back MVPs in 2021 and 2022. If he wins this year, which he's on track to do, he's leading the MVP vote. It'll be his third MVP trophy in four years. Um, He should have potentially won it against Embiid last year. He won a championship last season. Uh, he also won the finals MVP last season. Um, and the Nuggets are looking like somewhat favorites to win it this year. If he wins MVP this season, where does he rank against all-time bigs? Which bigs are you still putting in front of him with three MVPs and a ring? Yeah, this is always tricky because, you know, we never really got to see most of the the dominant big men. Um, but in today's day and age, like I think he's an absolute weapon, Yo Kitchen himself, like... I, I don't know how he didn't win last year's MVP. It makes no sense to me how midway through a series and B gets it. I think against the Celtics when he was down 2-0, he got it. And pretty sure Jokic was up maybe 3-1 to the Suns or whatever. However it worked out, I mean, if he wins it this year again, which I think there's a very high chance, I and let's say he, he probably has to win a championship as well. I mean, I think you could make every case he's... Definitely a top 10 big man. I know he's not going to have, you know, eight or how many is Bill Russell got 11? 11 rings like Bill Russell or whatever that is, but it's different. It's different today. Um, and, you know, if he's got two rings, three MVPs, arguably a fourth, I mean, why not chuck him in the top five or probably fifth position at this stage? And he, he's still pretty young. There's more to come. Who would you put over him? I mean, off the top of my head, you, you've got Shaq, Bill Russell, um, Hakeem Elijah won. He's he's probably similar where he only had maybe two rings and an MVP. I'm 
trying to think of the top of my head is something like that. And people regard him as, you know, top three big men of all time. Yeah. So yeah. you've got to throw Kareem in there, obviously. Yeah. Kareem, Kareem as well, Wilt. obviously. Yeah. Will uh, probably other than those, those guys, you'd, you'd probably be sitting right there at seven. Yeah. Um, off the top of my head as well. I can't really think you've obviously got your Patrick Ewings. Um, I mean, who else is there other than those guys? I mean, he'd probably be sitting right there at the seventh, eighth spot right now. And I think a ring this year, two-time champion, two-time finals MVP. Um, Three-time what he MVP. does. I don't know what his career stats are looking like. They've got to be, they've got to be decent. Yeah. Um, Three-time MVP. Yeah. He's got, he's got to be up there. So we'll, we'll sit him at around seven or eight. If that happens, I think pushing on fifth. He'd have to average the most assists out of all of them. Yeah, exactly. And be the best shooter. Yeah. Like and I know I know a lot of people compare the um the olden game and you know it was more rough back then and harder to score, but um the athletes weren't like they are now. I think for Jokic at his size to to put up the stats he does against the competition now, like the Wembenyamas, the Giannis's, um, guys like that, it's it's very difficult. Yeah. Make, so it's much harder. You gotta you gotta take in, that into consideration. But at at the same time, like Bill Russell was so ahead of his time. Um, yeah. you've, got to, you've got to also take that into consideration. So we'll sit him at 7th to 8th for that one. We'll get into our questions of the week. Uh, let's see yours. Um, right now, I think the Pacers sit in 6th. New York sit in 5th. Um, and Miami and Cleveland are at 7th and 8th. If the Pacers were to verse the Knicks, Miami or Cleveland in a seven-game series, how many of them do they win and how many do they lose? So you can start off with Cleveland are at eighth. Yeah. So they're the furthest down. Cleveland, don't get me wrong, um, Cleveland fans, they've been very disappointing this year. Um, but th- then again, I'm taking Cleveland in a series quite confidently. Um, I'd say max six games. Maybe I'd, I'd I'd lean more towards five games, Cleveland, to beat Indiana. Okay. Knicks. Yeah. Or we go Miami next. They're seven. Okay, Miami. Miami, we haven't really seen them full health for very long. Um, I'd like to see more games with Tyler Hero. I think they lost a lot of depth. Um, they lost Gabe Vincent. Um, they lost Max Struess. Um, so a little bit of depth they lost. They've lost someone else. I can't think of it at the moment. But Victor went down as well. Yeah, they lost Victor Oladipo and they lost someone else. Um, can't remember, but yeah, lost a bit of depth. I wouldn't count the paces out, but at the same time, Miami went all the way to the finals last year. So if I had to put my money on one team, I'm taking Jimmy Butler, Bam, and Hero. But I'd 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 give the paces a few games in this one. I think I think Heat and six, okay, potentially seven. Now the Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks is tough. I, I heard someone kind of break down the Knicks, and you know, I, I put a bit of trust in them to to uh make myself look like an idiot and pick them over the bucks and they disappointed. Um Randall's been a bit over all over the shop. He's been playing well, not been playing well. RJ's been good since he's been back. Uh, Brunson's playing really good basketball as well, but um that would be a seven game series, I think. Just the way that Indiana's playing. Um and the way they played against the Celtics showed a lot to me. Um they've got a deep roster. So I think I would take the Knicks. Um, Knicks beat Cleveland in five games last year. Remember that Cleveland yeah. were Cleveland were the third seed or the fourth yeah. seed, fourth versus fifth. They were the fourth seed mm-hmm. and they had the number one defense in the league and Knicks beat them in five games. So I think I'd take the Knicks um, and I'd take them in six. 
So you take everyone over the yeah. paces. Yeah, give me everyone. And the toughest, the toughest one you were saying would be the eighth Cleveland. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Cleveland would be the toughest matchup. What about I think, a team like Brooklyn? Oh, that's a bit tough. That would be a seven-game series down to the buzzer. I reckon that it starts to get it starts to get pretty like iffy when you get to Atlanta because Atlanta have been hopeless this year. Atlanta tenth. They just lost today to a. I can't remember who they lost. It was a terrible loss. They were missing players. Um, let me quickly have a look. But Atlanta have been terrible. Dejounte Murray has been really. They lost to the Nets. Yeah, they lost to the Nets. That's right. So bad loss. Really bad loss for the Hawks. Um, another bad loss today was the Raptors. They lost to a uh, a heroless, bamless Miami. Did Butler in, in, oh, in Toronto? Did. In Toronto, so. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, a bad loss for Toronto this year. I've lost hope for them. Okay, my question of the week. Straight up, who's better? Uh, bit of a tough one. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, arguably playing MVP basketball right now. Mm-hmm. Um, 30 points a game, five rebounds a game, six assists a game on 48% from the field. Um, the Kings are around fifth at the moment. Yeah. Um, or Tyrese Halliburton. I think, like you said before, the Pacers are six or fifth. Twenty-seven points a game, four rebounds, twelve assists on fifty-two yeah. percent from the field. Looking at the stats, looking at the standings, you need a player who's better. And also, before you start, the Kings had both of these guys. Yeah, tried to trade Tyrese and keep De'Aaron. I I know people will harp on about that, but you did get Sabonis. Like yeah. you did need him. He's very good as well. I'd put him as possibly the best power forward in the league at the moment when Davis, you know, doesn't have his head screwed on. Um, oh, it's really tough. I think they're both great players. At the end of the day, we haven't seen Halliburton do it in the playoffs. I mean, I think the Kings got eliminated. They got eliminated anyway to the Lakers. Warriors. Warriors, which is... I seven, think- seven games in round one. Yeah, yeah. So I think De'Aaron Fox maybe doesn't, doesn't have the kind of skill set that Halliburton's kind of displaying at the moment. But I think if you were to switch switch him over, I don't think the Kings do as well, where I think the Pacers probably are just as good, if not better. Um, 12 assists is crazy. Yeah. Like, that is a lot. Um, and he shoots, obviously, extremely high splits. I'm just a big fan of De'Aaron Fox. And, I mean, if I had to start a team, he just seems like he has a bit more killer about him. Um but who knows? If you ask me this in six months, Pacers are still sitting sixth with that team. I'm going, mm, maybe I have a different different decision on my hands. Yeah, I think I agree. I think I lean towards last year's playoff series where De'Aaron, you know, he looked like the biggest threat in the playoffs at that point. I think he was mm. averaging something stupid. Um, we haven't seen Tyrese in the playoffs yet, which, you know, stunts his sort of um, pick as a player, I guess. But... Um, yeah, what Tyrese is doing now. I, I think I'd kind of disagree. I think if you switch De'Aaron and Tyrese, I think the Kings kind of would stay the same. I don't think the Pacers would be doing just as good. I think Tyrese has kind of got that game style where he can center. You can put kind of role players around him and he can play well. I think De'Aaron plays really well um, paired with Sabon- Sabonis. So, yeah, we'll see. But, yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think I'd give the, the edge to Fox. Um, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you guys for joining us. The in-season semis are on tomorrow, so we will be tuned into that. And next week, we can break down the in-season tournament 
and much more. Make sure you guys are following us on our socials at TV and whatever podcast streaming platform you guys are listening on. And we'll catch you next week.